0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Dr. Karen Kahn Radio Show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. If you don't have a copy of my book, you can get a first uh six chapters actually free on my website, com. Just put your name and email address in there. I'd be happy to send you the link. You can download the book as well as uh, five of my Fast Track Your Healing programs. And if you're on my list, then you know that I do offer free webinar classes from time to time as well. So a lot of people recently, um, very, very popular class that uh, I did on Learn It Live, was about um, uh, indigo adults and uh, children and how they can become their true selves, basically light warrior training. So I called it light warrior training for indigos. And um, I talked about how we can do these simple exercises to help um, improve our energetic boundaries and ground. And i got to tell you, people that have been doing those exercises every day, day and night, um, just like, you know, brushing your teeth, washing your hair, bathing, I mean, it's kind of a regular practice. They are doing so much better <laughs> in general than the other people who have not gotten into that habit yet. And why is this necessary? Well, I have a, a very special guest today, uh, Diana Küchenbach. Uh Her website is Police Intuitive. Dot com, And I found Diana actually through Learn It Live, which is the same platform that I teach classes from as well. And she had a class called uh, Bring Your Questions About Entity Clearings. And of course, I had a zillion questions. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I just picked a brain, and i got to tell you, I mean – some of the information was just amazing stuff and uh, she really, I really resonated with her and a lot of the, the similar things that she and I have gone through. We've kind of um, been an island in some cases until recently uh, for myself, just figuring this stuff out myself and really not having too many people to turn to because I'd really find some pretty strange answers sometimes when doing healings like, you know, like, uh, alien worlds involved, and you know Mother Earth healings, and you know different types of entities I'd never heard of, and um i you know i've read some books since then but still a lot of the stuff is new information and here i found someone who you know doesn't think i'm absolutely nuts <laughs> she's like it's like yeah yeah you know this is stuff is happening and uh, some of the things that diana uh, uh said when she read me was spot on and i was like wow this woman doesn't know me at all and yet she you know can feel in connect with source and totally uh feel my energy field and and what it is. So some of the things she said, she doesn't even know that that I was like, "Wow. Okay. You know, that's amazing that somebody that doesn't know me can actually know these things about me." So I'm so uh pleased to have Diana on the show today and today's topic is really becoming what I call spiritually bulletproof, meaning that Um, You know, there's so much going on that people feel like, wow, sometimes they're being bombarded by sometimes chaos or negative energy. And a lot of times we talked about uh, in past shows about ascension and how our spiritual energies are growing and evolving. And that's a wonderful thing. Sometimes, though, as we evolve to these higher levels, there seems to be more and more of our um, dark sides, not just ourselves, but just the world uh, that come for clearing. That kind of, kind of like sticks in front of our face, like, "Hey, here, th- there's the next thing here <laughs> to to work on to heal." So it's not necessarily an easy or smooth process, but it can be pretty joyful and amazing when you know that that's just the you know how the process works. And, um, and I think that a lot of my patients uh, have been going through these things where we've had uh, slews of psychic attacks, you know, um, you know, months ago. And like I said, those that are not paying attention to their own energy field, their own boundaries, um, can be pretty uncomfortable when they're in a room with someone that may have entities attached to them or, um, and they don't know what to do about it or they feel like their energy is being sucked out. And there have been cases where, you know, I'll suddenly feel tired and I find an energy sucker, not necessarily on my personal body in this lifetime, but maybe in another lifetime, that awareness of other lifetimes. And uh been able to, you know, release and heal that and then literally within minutes I am like totally awake again. Uh, My husband has found these things, and and so it's amazing. So I'd love to pick Diana's brain today about how we can all become more spiritually bulletproof. And later in the show, if you want to call in and ask a personal question about your own uh, stuff, Diana says she is willing, and I'm willing as well, to help you uh, with those. So uh, if there's a whole bunch of people to call asking for that personalized help, then we're going to ask you to please make your um, question very, very short and succinct and concise, So we can do the work on you, Uh, and we'll spend about, you know, maximum five minutes per person so we can get as many people in as possible. And uh, if this is really popular, we'll have Diana back. She's willing to do that so we can do these mini healings on folks. So thanks, everyone, for calling in. So I'd like to welcome Diana. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank you
2: so much for having me today, Dr. Karen. I, I feel that connection with you at the soul level. Together we're doing similar work um, I really look forward to working with you.
1: Oh, this this is fantastic! This is fantastic. So, Diana, just so people can get to know you, now your website's police intuitive, so obviously you've done some sort of police intuitive work in the past, and you have uh, your second book coming out. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about um, how you got to this place where you found out or you know created this. Um, this amazing um, ability to connect with source and help people in this intuitive way.
2: Well, as I started out, I didn't really plan on this path. I was just your normal police officer. I did a career. I ran the detective unit. It's a small department, you know, like around 30 miles out from Chicago. But I did that. I supervised. I had to retire early. I did some, some different type work before I opened up some glass work, uh, fused glass, and made specialty tiles people could put in their homes. And then um, I had my very best friend pass away suddenly. I didn't expect it. Um, mm. In your mind, you believe that these people are going to be around with you for you know quite some time. Oh, we're in school together. We were in middle school together. Um, And you really believe that those people are going to be there for you. But then something happens. It shakes up your world. And that's what it took to awaken me and just kind of start the path. And two days after my very best friend passed away, there was a local missing person case that I have connections to people that are around it. Very high-profile case. And I could sense the missing person next to me. I could sense, you know, my very best friend next to me. And you're sitting there wondering, what in the world just happened to my world? You know, mm-hmm. I was in that world where you go to work, you pay the bills, you come home, you do the laundry, take care of the children, then <laughs> do it again right. the next day. And now, you know, I have people here. There's something more. Something happens after you die. And this missing person, I. Honestly, I wanted to help them. And that was the beginning of wanting to find out what was going on. So it just developed over time where, you know, learned very basic mediumship. Uh, You know, some classes I became a Reiki master and teacher. You know, once I realized, and why am I getting the wrong answers on where this missing person is? And really just realizing I could speak directly to my guides And then eventually I realized that it is also a source I can speak to to just kind of guide me without uh, books, very minimal books. Uh, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. That one I was allowed. You know, that's awesome. You know, just really being able to tell which part of the body is um, connected to certain emotions, things like that. Because when you are reading for cases or reading people, your own emotions can get in the way. So then I'm spending a lot of time working on my own things. So just you know, making myself as clear as possible over time, all the traumas and things in one's life and then being able to read clearer. Um,
1: mhm. Yeah, that's really interesting because we've had some missing people locally lately and um and I mean I don't do any of that, uh finding Person's work. In fact, um, I try not to lose my keys because I'm like I'm too attached to finding it. And I, <laughs> I can't necessarily be that accurate when when I have a vested interest. But you know, and I was like, this is not. Well, I mean, both were found within 12 hours of me releasing entities. But and whether or not that was my doing or not, I don't. I can't prove or know. But um, but uh, I I wasn't all that. I wasn't getting anything that was. Clear as far, well, it was clear to me, but it wasn't what was really happening with the second missing person. So I think that's really interesting that you talk about, um, you know, we working on ourselves and our own imbalances and clearing them, which I do pretty much every day. And yet, you know, this new arena of missing persons, you know, maybe the message was that's not my role or maybe the message is you just need to practice more or maybe there was a leading energy preventing me from getting correct information. I'm not really sure. But I think it's really interesting what you're what you're saying.
2: Um, the the whole missing person in the, the process that's been going on this is the ninth year. And what it's taught me is that if source tells you exactly where the person is That is the only way that you are going to receive it. You can accurately read um, events of the case. You could read people, you know, involved, and you could probably end up in the mass consciousness of beliefs of everybody else. And that's one of those that I call a leading energy.
0: A leading Mm. energy
2: would be, you know, it could be an entity. It could be a belief system. Um, I've even seen where leading energy is the different parts of bipolar. You know they have different voice, so there's mm-hmm. all so many so many things that can take you away from hearing clearly. So it's it's ongoing process. You and I are learning new things every day. You know, just right. another layer of. Um, and Diana, book, do, you, do you? Oh yeah. So go ahead. Okay, so I have messages from the Enochian tablets that I wrote in two. It's 2013, and I will have my second book probably out in the next three weeks. So I I would imagine check my website. Um, I'm in the last process of publishing, but this one is called 777, Purpose and Truth Over Resistance and Staying Aligned with God's Path. So um, Mm. really just being able to push yourself with your own purpose. So those parts of you that are resistant and being able to almost put yourself in that divine purpose, that divine plan, and overcoming any resistance. So that's what, to me, 777 has come to mean. For other people, it may mean something else. But there's a large section in that book about how to read for missing person cases. Um, A lot of teacher materials, lesson plans that people can Use teacher status, you know, spiritual work, uh, light workers, or you can use it for your own knowledge, a lot about intuition. So um, I'm oh, looking fantastic. forward to releasing that. Yes. And when will that be released, Diana? Um, it should be within the next three weeks. Um, they can check my Facebook page or my, um, you know, my web. Page, the policeintuitive.com and I should have some kind of announcement when um when it's released.
1: Mm. oh that's great. And I you know your your blog is um so good. I uh some of the things you've published um you've been really just uh very generous uh with your information like the the whole listing of uh, we did in the class about you know clearing of homes and what kind of risk factors people might have in their homes. And in fact, one of my friends um, had, uh, um, well, one of my friend's friends uh, said, oh, hey, you got to help so-and-so because I think they have a ghost in their house. I said, well, why do you say that? And she says, well, you know, they're complaining that, you know, the son saw a ghost and and uh, I said, okay, well, I said, uh, let me check in. And, and sure enough, there there was one. I I, I did something like a mini thing because I, I wanted to know more about what was going on. So I did a mini clearing. I talked to the friend, and she said that, yeah, sometimes the dogs go crazy for no reason, and they're calm, and they hadn't seen anything. But interestingly, her husband said, um, why would you want to get rid of the ghost? And then I said to her, "Ah, okay." I said, "Well, if he wants them there, then there's not much I can do. <laughs> if he wants them, right? There. And uh, you know, the, some of the stuff that you put on your blog, which was really helpful, um, because if there's someone in the home who's sort of attracting them, um, and I, you know, I don't have permission necessarily to work on that person, or they want that, you know, the ghost to be there." I mean, it used to be an old cure cottage. We're we're in a place where um, the Trudeau Institute. There's a lot of people with TB who died here in various different homes that are now converted into regular homes, and this was one of them. And uh, so uh, then then I said, "Look, you, you you talk to your husband, and you know, you just make it clear that um, that sometimes that, that is not the best place for them to be, um, you know, in their spiritual journey. That they 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 might be stuck here." Um, and if he really wants them to be there, then he's going to potentially attract more ghosts. And then the next thing I find out is that um, their basement got totally flooded. Like they, the plumber said, somebody turned this hot water you know heater uh, valve on, and it couldn't have been the dog. It couldn't have been the kids. I mean, it was just there was nobody down there, and somebody had to have the strength enough to do that. And you know, my friend was like, uh, do you think this is related? I said, well, I don't know, but uh, – you ask your husband again if he really wants these people <laughs> and uh yeah so the next time she said okay the dogs are going crazy again can you do another clearing so actually the 15 uh, year old that i had uh, trained to to do some of this stuff because she's a natural she's an indigo old soul and it's very easy for her so we did it together and she said yep there's three ghosts there so she cleared and healed them helped you know asked archangel michael to do the healing and And then I checked underneath the house and there were a bunch of portals and openings there that they were coming through, nine of those portals, and so I closed those. So hopefully they won't have future problems. But it was amazing how much information that I got from your blog and your class about these risk factors. It was fascinating.
2: Yeah, and I can feel that you have that completely closed. I don't see it opening. Even if he decides, you know, hey, I want to talk to that ghost again, I don't think it can be opened again you've done a job that doesn't allow him to do that. And it's
1: not going against his free will. It's aligned with source. Cool. That's very, very cool. And for those of you just uh, um, tuning in, I'm interviewing Diana Cushenbach, and she is one of the intuitives that um, I trust very, very much when it comes to the spiritual world. And her website is www.policeintuitive.com. Dot .com and she has a new book that's uh, coming out soon. Um and that's going to be really really awesome in the next 3 weeks. And if you want to call in and ask a question about your personal life, um you can call in the number is 818-514-1190. Again, 818-514-1190. Just hit 1 so we know that you have your hand up. And then if you want to go on the chat and you have another general question to ask, you can definitely ask your question on the chat too. I've actually Opened up the chat, so if you're online you're from another country you know whatever and you don't want to call in, you can also put your question in there as well um so Diana, how do you how do you teach or um, train uh, your clients or your students to um, you know be in a place where they can be connected to source where they are not being you know attacked or um you know drained of energy there's so many different things that can happen we don't want people to feel scared you know because that kind of makes things worse we want them to feel good about themselves and feel empowered so what kinds of things can we do or be to become quote-unquote spiritually bulletproof
2: um can i show how i teach to connect would
0: that be okay yeah
1: that would be fantastic okay. Okay, so if
2: anybody's driving, obviously you're not going to do this because if you're somewhere comfortable, I'd like you just to sit with your eyes closed and really just take a deep breath. And you're going to feel a very strong but soft, loving energy. And that's you. That's you, all of you. As a soul, as a person as part of the universe, and we're going to connect you up to source, if you call it God, do you call it the universe, do you call it goddess, this is the place that we see as higher than us, you may see beautiful rainbows in this light, but it's going to connect from your crown, which is the top of your head, all the way up to that place that you connect to, that place where you ask for help and guidance. And I do feel that we're all connected at this time, so we'll just breathe. Allow that energy to incorporate with you. There's no reason that you should be unplugged from this. This is your guiding light. And as this energy moves through you, you're allowing it to clear anything, any debris, any entities, any thought forms, just anything that doesn't serve you. Allow it just to move it out of your energy field. Transmute it. Delete it. And you will feel this energy working all the way down to your feet. We're doing a little bit extra clearing in the area of your power, which is, you know, between your solar plexus, the yellow, you know, in the abdomen, and then down to your root chakra where you sit, the red. And your power is seated there. This is usually the place where your entities can find weakness in your field. So if you carry fears, you know, if you don't believe that Source can actually protect you, this area may be suffering. And you're just going to allow yourself to become as strong as you can. okay, I feel we are all at the place that we can be at this point and we're going to move down and we're going to connect to the earth. That's the reason why you're here. It's the plan that you created before you came into this world if you believe in something like that. And you just allow yourself in that energy to keep going into the earth. And it's going to go deep into the earth If you are not grounded to this, you will never know why you're here. Okay, we have just connected with the source connection within the earth. And just allowing this energy to remove any debris that you may have in your cords, the cords that connect you to the divine. Allowing any implants or other unnecessary debris to be cleared. cords on the bottom of your feet for different reasons. So as you as a light worker are cutting cords all over your body, you know, once you have a fight with a loved one and you want to cut that cord, okay, I'm done with the fight. Now I breathe, I clear myself. Just remember to cut the cords on the bottom of your feet. So we will go through. You can self-evaluate at this time. So you'll start at your head and all the way down to your feet. If you feel any place of fear or resistance, these are areas of your energy field that are open to um, feeling other energies or attachments, things like that. And I can feel some of the people that are um, connecting at this time. It's about not being supported by the universe. You don't feel supported by the universe. You can allow this power that you're connected to, your guide, your source, your creator, whatever you call that, to replace that place within you. It feels like a dull pain right under the ribs. Allow Source to replace that with love, support, and divine guidance, and allow yourself to release that at this time. Several of you can feel when other people disagree with you, if they hate you, um, whatever their negative feeling is about you, you're able to feel it. That's not for you to feel. That belongs to them. If you can allow yourself to feel supported by the universe, you no longer need to feel when people hate you. So allow that to be closed, reversed. Allow yourself hugs from the universe. And in this place that we're in now, no attachment is possible. And you can go to this place whenever you would like. Just remember, ask to be brought back to this place when you need to. Okay, I'm done, Doctor Karen.
1: Hmm. Wonderful. Now, is um, one of the questions is why are we feeling stuff from other? lives, so to speak, for people that believe in past and future lives. Why are we feeling stuff from those lives and how is it affecting our current life? And does this exercise help to clear past life stuff too?
2: Yes, definitely. We cleared a bunch of past lives now. There'll be times when past lives come in just because you've reconnected with somebody that you haven't connected before in this lifetime. You know, you go to one of those... um, you know, like a spirit expo or anything like that where there's a lot of people, most likely you're going to connect with people from past lives and you may have, you know, some clearing time to do. Why are we feeling it? Mm. Um, it's it's part of clearing your soul. It's an opportunity to find things that maybe in other lifetimes you weren't able to clear and to make them right. Not a negative. It's It's a chance for us to grow our souls to grow as a soul absolutely
1: and uh what about the the whole future thing like in quantum physics we talk about there's no such thing as time this is like a three-dimensional construct and that all things or all potentials can happen but it's all really at once so how does one get imbalances in the future that we can heal now that's the hard thing for me to understand If it's something difficult to understand, I usually will just, if you get a past life
2: indicator, you know, don't just limit it to past life. It means any direction of time. Even those that we can't understand with our human minds, you know, allowing source to bring these things we need to heal. And maybe Mm -hmm. not always having,
1: we don't always
2: have to know what direction of time. We can just clear it, heal it.
1: Right. It seems to work. <laughs> right. Know, it seems to work. I mean sometimes I'll like ask, you know, and be like, Oh, future life, hmm, interesting. Do I need to know more? I get a no and then I have to just feel it. So, but there's yeah. that part
2: of us there's that part of us that wants to know more. You know, right. that part that's so curious, you're like, Oh my gosh, this is something new, tell me more and sometimes we just aren't ready and it will just unfold as it's supposed to.
1: Ah. I see, I see. Oh, that makes sense. And and what I found recently, at least, because uh, I try to track kind of world trends as well as, like, what's going on with my patients, myself, and it seems like we're doing lots and lots of deep healing. A lot of toxicities are being released. And I just recently thought, well, I'll just measure, um, you know, how well or how efficient we are at releasing spiritual toxins, emotional, energetic, mental, physical toxins. I get all different numbers for those, which is very fascinating to me. But it seems like um, people will have symptoms like a little blip, while they're uh, working on, you know, these uh, sort of toxin releases or boundaries, for example, um, like it's like in our face, like we might have been completely comfortable with something that was maybe not for our highest, greatest good as far as a relationship boundary, for example. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're arguing with that person because now it's like in our face that there's a boundary that needs to be healed. So I'm just curious whether this is something that you have found as a trend or been seeing with people. Uh, at all, if boundary issues in their
2: own personal world, they usually will carry into the spiritual world as well. So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, we're all learning. We're learning what works for us. It doesn't make one person better than the other. It's just a whole learning process. Um, I guess if we look at it as growing and not being attacked, it would be helpful just changing a perspective, you know, from fear to actual education.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause uh, fear kind of stops us in our tracks and, um, well, you know, one of the quotes from one of my, uh, friends, another, uh, wonderful author, he says, he said, uh, if something quote unquote bad happens or something that's, not expected, um, that is not comfortable, he'll say, gee, I can't wait to find out what good's going to come out of this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's kind of a, you know, kind of a funny thing, but at the same time, I, I try to remember that. So whatever is uncomfortable, instead of, uh I encourage people, instead of going to fear, like, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid of being psychically attacked, or you know, oh my gosh, there might be an attachment or oh my gosh, you have to check for my attachments or something like that. It's more like, oh, well, what's what's the opportunity here? You're obviously ready to to evolve and that's why this is happening. So hopefully taking the fear out.
2: Do I get to ask you a question because my higher guidance is prompting me to bug you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. And by the way, we have a couple people with their hand raised and so we're going to get to your questions next. So don't hang up. Uh, we're We're almost there. Go ahead, okay, Diana. so when when you were
2: releasing entities from people, what is the strangest um reaction or event that happened when you were releasing this you know, the spirit from the person?
1: Oh gosh, there's so many different ones. Uh you Pick mean the what the craziest what? one, 'cause that's that's the one they want you to share, like the, the craziest <laughs> one. Oh my gosh. Uh all right. So there's so many different ones um okay i got it now i can't say the name obviously this person is pretty famous but uh this person uh heals people um through source um and aligns uh their bodies uh let's just say so uh it's sort of like going to an instant chiropractor and having everything all aligned and 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 for whatever reason the person who invited this other teacher um I know she has a lot of entities, so I was very curious, like, wonder what's going on here. Uh, and I and I tested that it was of benefit to a friend of mine. So I said, well, it's good for you to go. Um, I think this will be really helpful. But I kept saying, you know, something kept prompting me, like, you know, to test this, you know, person. And um, what was fascinating was I found an extraterrestrial attachment, but it was a benevolent one that was there for good. <laughs> it was some sort of research, but it was for the benefit um, and of, it was really healing people. You know, that was just, he was one of, I think, a few that were asked for this. The, but the interesting thing was, for some reason, his circuits were getting burned out. So I looked into the horror line, and there were some, and it was hard to find them, but it was like some sort of filter, or I'm trying to remember what it was exactly, but there were entities that was um, somehow distorting. So basically what he was doing was working in this and um, I was asking permission from the higher self to, uh, you know, do a cleanup basically so it wouldn't burn his circuits Mm -hmm. and and mess up his own physical body. And I kept getting a no and I said, okay, something sounds really suspicious here. And so I found these uh, entities and after I released them, I got a yes, you know, help (laughs) kind of thing. Um, and so what it was is these uh, extraterrestrial light beings um did not seem to have uh, knowledge or understanding of the entity interference, so they were unaware that his physical body was somehow being burned up by the high energy that they were doing and But I got in the end that um that I was not supposed to quote unquote depossess this person of of this uh, extraterrestrial that he had agreed to ha- house this extraterrestrial to continue its healing work. So I got to the place where I could really talk to his higher self without the entity interference. And he, and now that his body was not going to get burned up by doing the work he did, he agreed that he just wanted that um, entity attached, uh, that positive, wow. sorry, the extraterrestrial attached, and um, they continued to do wonderful work together. But at this time, at least there wasn't that interference. So I was really surprised first of all that beings of such high dimensional beings would not be aware of entities uh being attached or at least um attached to the human uh they were really hard to find i gotta tell you they were really tough to find um in this particular person uh but that was one where okay i guess i'm not you know i was not to interfere with that, 'cause they once I got connected to the high South, they said they wanted this extraterrestrial, so we literally we would normally say, "Okay, this person's possessed quote unquote by an e t but in this case, it was absolutely welcomed, so that's wow. probably the strangest one, so well, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> So, do your guides have any comments or thanks before we
2: go on to I'm just, answering questions? I mean, they're just—they're showing me, you know, a couple in the beginning when I didn't really know that I was clearing entities because when you do the rake, you're just—you're sending the healing, but then it builds from there, you know, and things just happen, and you kind of find out what it is that you cleared. But I, my experience was things had fallen off of shelves. Um, the person would physically shake their lower body. Um, you know, just, or they might get a, a phantom pain or something like that to make you stop removing whatever it is. You know, oh, ouch, my back, you know, something like that. And I would have to ask my guides and just kind of breathe it out myself because I don't want them hurt. And I just ask, is this the entity? Should I keep going? And they say, yes, keep going. And then I just ask the person, can you breathe it out? And they do. Um, mm. And then it lifts. But in that particular one, I smelled roses. I rarely ever smell roses when I'm clearing someone. So if that happens, I know it's pretty significant. But those kind of things just started happening. I really didn't know what I was doing at the time. In fact, I tell people that I'm really good at not knowing what I'm doing because the things that are brought to me, there's no way a book is going to teach it. I have to connect up the source and I have to say, oh my gosh, I have this everything's crazy in here right now, what do I do? And and then you just can handle anything except for what they tell you you shouldn't be handling. As long as you can hear when your guides say this isn't for you, you will not end up with an entity attachment when you're doing your healing work. If you're overstepping, you know, where, oh my gosh, I need to save them, you could possibly open yourself up an attachment so it's it's good to keep those boundaries. I know you're very big on teaching people about boundaries and testing those to make sure they're all aligned and that's really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, lately the uh, I've had a couple people one's very intuitive and she's just getting into intuitive power now where I put an acupuncture needle in and it really burned them at that spot. And I thought, that's really strange. This is not normally a point that's tender at all. And so I'd ask, is there anything, non- is there any non-beneficial energy here? And I'd touch the area and I would find a curse or I'd find an entity curse or a saboteur, some sort of weapon that was there. I'd remove that. I took the needle out. I'd remove whatever it was there, put the needle back in, and there was no pain. And I thought that was fascinating.
2: <laughs> wow. Was
1: signal. So let's get to the phone lines here. Um, so the per- I'm gonna I'm going to unmute to the first person. The phone number ending in five two two nine. So just keep your question really short and brief if you can, so we can answer as many questions as possible for people. Okay. All right, here we go.
0: Yeah. Hello. 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 Yes. Yeah. My question is actually for my husband. He was listening to your show till twelve thirty. Then he had to leave for his work but uh so let me ask the question on his behalf he has been suffering a lot for the last nearly one year and he has seen some energy healers who could not who have not been able to help him the problem is that he feels as if energy is being drained from his body uh, as a, as if like it has been it is being pulled out of his body from behind his neck he gets a constant headache and uh, it's being pulled upwards from his legs and down near his genital areas and all. And he he feels as if he's under attack. So what do you see?
2: Can you tell us a little bit about any um, dream time issues? So in his dreams, is he having problems?
0: Yeah, when he sleeps... It becomes very strong. He cannot sleep around like one thirty, two o'clock in the night. He's woken up by this thing as if someone is trying. You know, there's a vacuum pump on his head, and someone is trying to pull pull energy out of his body. And he cannot sleep. He's always in he's in pain, and this is very much uh, strong during the night time, and it happens. all throughout the day. Maybe uh, sometimes it becomes a little less and he's involved in doing other work, so he he, he doesn't pay much attention, but sometimes it becomes very, very strong. Dream time, like, uh, you know, he hardly gets to sleep much, then he sleeps maybe in the morning, he tries to go to sleep and he sleeps, but uh, it's not a good uh, night's sleep that he ever gets.
2: Okay, and does he believe that these are extraterrestrials that are connecting with him at night?
0: Yeah, um, he feels uh, that he is, like, uh, he doesn't know. He he was telling me, I do not, know, do not know what entities are these, but they are out, like, he feels that his life is threatened. and he feels he might die because of this. So they could be extraterrestrials or anything. He, he doesn't know what it is.
2: Um, to also help Dr. you know what's going on with the physical body, what are the physical illnesses that he has,
0: uh, you're asking me about the physical illnesses that he has? See, uh, yes. he, go- he he got himself checked with the doctor, got all the tests done, even nerve tests done, blood tests done, everything, and everything came negative. They're saying, you're fine, but he's having these problems. Even got his nerves okay. test. His his legs, he feels as if sometimes he feels there is no energy in his legs, and he feels that he might just, you know, fall over. And, he feels and that is, there, energy.
2: is there part of him is there part of him that believes that there's some kind of curse against him?
0: There's a part of him that believes that he's under certain he's under attack. You know, he feels as if someone is out there trying to suck energy out of him and trying to kill him.
2: Okay. So I'm going to just really take a deep breath, and if Karen wants to, Dr. Karen wants to start first. That's fine. I'm going to go in and connect with my guides
1: the the word scrambled actually. Um and I'm just checking into his heart line and uh what's really great is that the energy charge in the heart line is good or high, meaning that he is committed to being here in this lifetime and incarnated in this body. Because that really helps healing healing's difficult if if the soul isn't really convinced to be here. So that's excellent. That's really high. Uh, but I do see some what we call negative filters in the horror line um, that were placed there. So I'm going to go go ahead and uh, release or remove those.
0: Okay.
1: And put the positive ones in so at least there isn't going to be negative energy going down the horror line. And ask that to be repaired as well.
2: Does he know that you're calling now? Is he around where you could tell him that we're going to clear him?
0: Uh, He told me he was here till 12.30 of our time, and he was listening to the meditation that you were doing that time, and he was doing, but then he has to leave. He has to be at work at 1 o'clock, so he left around 12.30. But I told him that uh, I will talk to you all on his behalf. Okay. And he gave me permission for that, of course. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, technically, for my guides, this is like a nighttime alien abduction kind of stuff going on here. You know, oh that. I know, but we're going to stop it today so you can't worry about it anymore.
1: Please,
2: do right, it. please, now, now, now. Please,
0: please, <laughs> please. I'll be eternally, my husband and I will be eternally grateful to you. You do not know how much problem it has caused in our life.
2: Hmm. And sometimes when people pray, you know what, God really hears you and really guides you to the place you need to be. And it's so important to believe when you are led to the, the right place at the right time that something can happen. So, um, Dr. Karen, you have something to say, don't
1: you? Um, well, let's see. I was just checking into all the different uh connections there and uh, his uh one of the things I've noted is that and I don't know why this is so but I've been checking in for people you know what percentage of entity and entity related interferences have been cleared in all lives uh, all directions of time and um, for most people it's a lowish number 30 percent 40 percent sometimes lower than that and i noticed that the heart heart connection with mother earth if it's strong then that seems to help it seems to help as almost like a preventive thing so i'm checking in um, so his heart heart connection with mother earth was about 31 percent and now i've got it to 99 percent which is about as high as it can go Um, And that, you know, maybe other things and other lives may come up for it to drop, but it shouldn't drop all the way back down to 31%. So right now it's strong, and that will make it a lot easier to do, um, you know, to help these entities, uh, you know, clear. So that's what I was going to mention.
2: Okay, so his connecting point to whatever this is, um, is 31 years ago, he connected with a shaman. That's the information that I'm getting
0: 31 and years there ago?
2: 31, 31 years ago.
0: So how did he connect, like in his dream state or what?
2: I'm going to allow the rest to come through without me editing it.
0: Okay, because Sometimes, sure, thank it, sometimes you. we
2: change things because we don't always believe uh, the crazy that comes in from our guide. So I'm just going to see what this is. Uh, it was at some kind of store. And I think he felt some kind of an energy, uh, an energy shift, uh, attachment. The left foot for me right now is very highlighted. Like that is a place of uh, attachment. And normally I see attachment on the left side, but more near like the waist or the the hips. But this one is actually on the left foot. And I'm asking Source... Do we need any type of um, removal of vows or contracts in order to clear this? And again, no. Really just needed to be told what was going on. Um, one of the things that this energy does is anybody who works on your husband, their reading cannot be, it can't be clear because the fear, other people's fear is blocking the reading. At least that's what I'm getting. It may be his fear blocking the person who's trying to read him, but this particular type of entity enters in the ego part of the subconscious. And I know this probably craziness, but um, in that book I'm talking about, I have a chart that is broken down the subconscious into different areas. But the ego, that part of you that, you know, either feels too good or not so good, that part, they deposit some kind of uh, an implant or uh, thought form energy, debris, in the actual subconscious mind. So when a person is trying to read, um, that part becomes activated and blocks the signal. Like Karen's been saying about blocking signals, that's huge with this attachment. I actually think we've been feeling it even before you called, both of us. You know, there was something. Something, yeah, um, he, he
0: was he was feeling that uh, that uh, pulling and draining sensation while he was uh, uh, listening to your show, and before okay, that, where, where yeah, did he, he felt feel awesome. it? He feels it all over his body, from the back of his uh, um, from his back, from his waist, from the back of his neck head and energy being pulled out of his legs so that his legs feel weak and many times he has to sit down he sometimes cannot stand he feels as if he's going to fall down he feels very weak and he's eating well but in spite of that he feels weak and this becomes it is all throughout the day and it becomes very strong during the night that he wakes up and he cannot do anything he has to get off from the bed and he feels as if there's a vacuum pump on his body which is pulling out his this energy from his body
2: and I believe he's actually seen it. You know he's seen whatever the entity was. um he's seen the devices and different kinds of things, and I'm sure that sounds like scary to people that haven't come across this, but it's really no different than a bad dream or a regular attachment it's It's just energy, it's energy, and we sit here and we investigate it. You know we see what is it? we ask source, what can we do and in this case. Um, Dr. Karen and I have permission from source to completely remove it. I don't know when the difference will be felt by him or, you know, will he still feel the shadow of it being there for a little while? Yes, I do feel like he will feel the shadow. Um, if we're actually going into fourth dimensional space in order to clear this and my understanding in what I have learned so far about it I was always feeling the energy on my back, even after I had cleared something. But it's almost just part of the fourth dimensional feeling. So if he still senses something on his back, just give it a few days, and and I have a feeling he'll he'll start sleeping better. Um, Anything that he has put off doing healing work for, maybe you could talk him into finishing that healing work so it doesn't come up again in a different form. So anything that would impair a person would be uh, a bad choice for him. So drugs, alcohol, you know, it could be any type of addiction for him would be a problem. So if there are any even addictive thoughts, working to uh, release those from him would help him because I feel like um, addiction or addictive thoughts might be his weak point. And where yeah, he, that weak point is located is on his neck. In the neck, it uh-huh. would be on the the left side of his neck. Is the weak point?
0: Yes, he says in the neck. He shows me the ne- left side, and he says there's a lot of pulling from there. And he has no addiction. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't. He doesn't drink. No. No addictions at all.
2: Okay. Is he addicted to trying to figure out what this is and release it?
0: Yeah, he's addicted in the sense. <laughs> He's trying to, you um, know, he's trying one. to make himself good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, guys, we're
1: running out of time here. When I want to get to the next call. Diana, is there? Yeah, a way but we can the doctor,
0: up? Um, doctor, could you give me your phone number so I could contact you?
1: Uh, well, well, uh, we have the um the information on our blog and my blog, uh, KarenCan dot so you can always contact us and let us know through the contact page and com how he's doing. Both of us would love to know. Um, so I did yeah. my end as far as clearing, and Diana's doing hers, and we have a couple other people that we'd uh, like to hear okay. from today. Okay, thank, okay. You, thank so you very much. much for your help. Bless you. Thank bye. You. Yeah, bye. Okay, all right, so let me unmute this person. Um, phone number ending in 2600. Hello. Hi doc- Hi, Dr. Karen. It's Marion. Hi Marion. Diana, this is Marion. One of my special people. <laughs> Marion, welcome <what laughs> I've, I've been
2: hi well I keep as you know, I keep getting this crazy pain in my hip that goes down to my uh into my left calf and it it really affects my sleep. In the last couple of nights I I felt like I felt like I was being attacked. I don't know how, you know, and I I, I wake up screaming. And I don't know what oh. the, I live in an apartment. I don't know what I don't know what the people around me think, but but anyway, it it just gets to the point where it just,
1: you know, drives me crazy and I don't know what to do about it. Hmm.
2: Okay. Miriam? Or is that what your name? Is, is it Miriam or Marianne? Marian? Marian. Miriam. Okay. Yes. Um can can you just take a deep breath? Take a deep breath and allow yourself to become centered, even though this is a scary concept. So we're just going to allow source to help, the, help not, us find our center, our center. We're just going to breathe. I, I, it doesn't scare me. It just drives me crazy because I can't. Breathe. I know. I I know. Okay. I don't think you're scared, but I'm okay. going to bring you to a place where you can actually do something about this yourself right now. Okay. Okay, so allow Source to just pick you up. Okay, you're in the perfect place right now to just look at whatever it is and just pray for
1: it and and ask, ask God or Source to take it.
2: Because you, you are such a, a kind soul that mm-hmm. your energy your energy can just go around this, you know, whatever it is, even if it's a really serious thought form or whatever it is, and it's going to go around, embrace it, you pray for it, which kind of locks it in that that beautiful bubble you put around it, and then you're asking Source to take it. Or if you like Archangel Michael, that works too, but going up to Source, it's one voice that you can depend upon all the time. But just let it release, and then let Dr. Karen do her part too.
1: You're right, Mary. is such a gentle um, soul, and uh, her and I are very similar in many ways, <laughs> especially yeah. our, our, our love and our love and passion for what we do. We we just um, really passionate. And sometimes we. Um, hmm. put put that in in front of uh, resting. I know sometimes my other healer friends would be like, uh, "I think it's time for you to rest." I'm like, "Really? Can't I have a- <laughs> some like super fast, amazing clearing stuff?" And do I really have to rest? Seriously, <laughs> you know, take time off work? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so that's a challenge. Um, you know I'm not really sensing any uh entities attached to Marion at this point.
2: yeah, she feels done. I feel like she did a good job so why so even though I do the exercises that dr Karen um you know teaches me, plus I usually talk with Dr. Karen at least once, if not twice a week, and she releases all the entities um they just- see, seem to keep coming back. Is that something that just is the way it is and you just have to break it? You'll get to the point where you're going to start just clearing them from yourself. And then I think you aren't going to have them anymore.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think part of the process here is really self-empowerment and um and and for i have these different types i I name them uh diana as far as like how much work people have to do uh and for me i'm a type four meaning that i'm the what i call healers on a mission so i have to figure out a lot of stuff but that's my job and that's okay i I own that and i i'm totally okay with that other people don't have to figure anything out you know they just just heal and snap my fingers and they're fine and they're done but marion is is uh uh, up there, you know, with with me, that there are certain things that she is being asked to be able, because she's powerful, and to really own that power, uh, wow. to be who she really is. So it isn't about me releasing all the entities from her per se, but her becoming who she really is and and owning her own power and being able to to be able to sense these things and pay attention and and, and be in love, so that it's not that big a deal anymore. Does that that makes sense, really positive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a powerful yeah. being. Well, cool. Well, thank, well thank, you. thank you so much, Marion. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I've got Colleen here, and uh, she's typed in now. Um, I did a little release on Colleen. She did have some some negative uh, or so-called not happy uh, energies attached to her. Um, Colleen G. She had some ringing in her ears, um, like a tack sticking out of her side, and most recently a headache that's lasted about a week. So she wanted to know whether this was a spiritual attack. And by the way, for those of you that are calling in, uh, we might cut off in a minute and a half, but we'll keep going online um, in case anybody wants to uh, continue working and, uh, you know, chatting with us. Diana, any thoughts? Um, Colleen is in her own subconscious, in a place I call indecision.
2: Um, And when you're in that, uh, let's say you have a friend that's in the same place, you could be bringing their energy through. I feel like this is more about bringing, it's somebody else's energy that's coming through. You know, maybe it's someone she's trying to help or connect with or, you know, feel sorry for. Um, And so it's not even really her energy that's coming through. So if she could find that place, um it's definitely indecision so it's about decision making and um you know maybe work to separate that person's energy from hers it feels like a mm. close friend
1: mhm yeah this has been happening a lot to myself and other people lately that whole boundary thing is like bringing it up for us to resolve and i will suddenly proxy or feel somebody else's stuff and sometimes it's appropriate and sometimes it's not. So in this case, it's not right. <laughs> for Colleen. So, wow, great, uh, great awareness there. So hopefully that's helping you, Colleen. Also um, did some clearing on on Colleen while we were just finishing up with Marion. Oh, my gosh, the time has flown, Diana. This has been wonderful. I think you're going to be wow. um, being asked to come back on the show multiple times. <laughs> I would love to. So- Oh, that's fantastic. I want to thank everyone for their questions and everyone for listening in. And, Diana, thank you for your time and just, you know, your wonderful mission. And I'm just so grateful to be connected to you. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Again, go to policeintuitive.com to connect with Diana and karencan.com to connect with me. All right, until next time. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bless you.